Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. This is CME on ReachMD, and I'm Dr. Mark Gronin. I'm here today with my colleague, Dr. Richard Isaacson. So let's get right into today's topic. Dr. Isaacson, tell us a little bit about what's the current standard of care for treating Alzheimer's disease. So when it comes to FDA-approved medications, there are two classes of medications. One are the general class of acetylcholinesterase inhibitors. Acetylcholine is a chemical in the brain, a neurochemical that's responsible for memory, and there are three that are currently used. Denepazil used to be called the trade name Aricept. Rivastigmine used to be the trade name Exelon, and then uh, Galantamine, which had different trade names, but these are all now generic, but there are now several oral medications that are available as well as several patches. Denepazil now has a patch that you can wear for a week, or Rivastigmine has a patch that you can wear every 24 hours. So to take on point with the acetylcholinesterase inhibitors, the good news is there's a lot of them. The other news is the preponderance of evidence and the totality of evidence suggests that these Drugs do have a modest benefit in terms of symptomatic improvement. Now, the improvements are not large. There's modest benefit, but when it comes to comparison to placebo, there is some statistically significant improvement compared to placebo. That being said, not everybody responds, and I think that's something that needs to be thought about. And there's also some side effects, and maybe, Mark, you can talk about those. When it comes to the other class of medications, it's the actually NMDA antagonist medication, or memantine. Memantine used to be a twice-a-day medication, and now it can also be used as a combined extended-release medication. And when it comes to the treatment of early mild moderate or severe Alzheimer's. The acetylcholinesterase inhibitors are variously approved for the different indications. But when it comes to memantine, that is approved in combination therapy with cholinesterase inhibitor in combination with memantine for moderate and severe Alzheimer's alone. So the take-home point here is we can often start with acetylcholinesterase inhibitor, start low and go slow, denepazil, five milligrams with food, breakfast or lunch, whichever meal is larger, increase that over a couple of months to 10 milligrams if tolerated with breakfast or lunch, whichever meal is larger, really important clinical pearl from my perspective there. And then as the person progresses to moderate dementia, then the person can be added on memantine. Great. Thank you for that description of those. Always be aware of key side effects for the acetylcholinesterase inhibitors, most common tend to be GI related. So anything ranging from loss of appetite, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. And we see this in sometimes between 5 and 10% of individuals. Often that gets better after a few days, but if it's more severe than that, sometimes a person just doesn't tolerate those. We also have to make sure that if someone has a pre-existing bradyarrhythmia, often they get cardiology input because theoretically at least the medications can slow heart rate. And some people actually get nightmares on these medications. So if you're dosing it at night and someone has noticed a change in their sleep, you can switch it to the morning. Memantine tends to be pretty well tolerated. Some people get a little bit of a fogginess or confusion initially, and that may worry patients that they're actually getting worse when it tends to get better within a few days. And so it's important at least to let people know that ahead of time, just so they don't panic if that happens. But you know, generally when these are combined, people tolerate them pretty well. Just a few key takeaways in terms of do's and don'ts here. It's important that both patients and their care partners understand to keep their expectations modest. The medications don't necessarily slow the disease. They don't always make a huge difference in terms of cognition, but we know from lots of research that there is statistically significant improvement over time and people just need to kind of keep their expectations in check. We only use one acetylcholinesterase inhibitor. We don't combine them, but we do combine it with memantine over time. That's standard of care. It's important not to rush titration given 
especially side effect issues. So we have starting doses and we slowly over time move up to the therapeutic level, but it's important to move up to that therapeutic dose. So just an example, if you're starting an episode five milligrams after four weeks, you want to go to 10 milligrams and give someone that maximal benefit rather than just kind of having them hang out at a lower dose and then monitor for side effects. That's really key. So, but again, standard of care is to use these medications it's just important that we engage patients and care partners in really educating them about them. So, Dr. Eisen, thanks again. It's been a great bite-sized discussion. Unfortunately, our time is up. Everyone, thank you for listening. You have been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Perva Education and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash prova. Thank you for listening.